Good morning, and thank you for coming. And Dawn, I hate to hear that you're not feeling well. <laughs> if you guys would, please join me in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for bringing us all together today to go over your word, to take your word into our hearts, and to share it with others as we depart from our worship today but lord open our hearts to receive what we're about to receive that way we can go ahead and be that light to another person that may need us in jesus name we pray amen so hebrews 11 1 that is a verse that a very well-known woman in this church gave to me when i was six years old was my grandma Casey. I've been Jean Casey. And she told me when we left here to go to Utah to remember that verse. I had recently been baptized and we took a turn and moved to Utah as a kid. Now you guys may also be wondering why you have not just a rock, it's a stone. Each one of these stones represent a place that I have been to throughout my life since I was six years old. When Grandma gave me Hebrews 11.1 to memorize and to learn and stand by it, there is this huge rock. If any of you had been to their house that we used to jump off of and play on, And we just thought it was the coolest thing in the world. And I would sit for hours out there just looking at all the different colors as the sun would hit it. And ever since then, I have collected a stone from everywhere I have traveled. Now, mind you, that would collect quite quickly. And you ask, why do I collect stones? Because of the representation of our faith. Now, a stone has many layers, it has many shapes, it has ridges, it has lines. I'm not sure what rock you guys got to select, but look at it. Does it have lines? Does it have deep grooves? Does it have edges? Does it have color to it? As you look at that, think about life. Life has edges. They can be rough. But the weather that we go through, just like a stone, our faith carries us through them. Most of you know that I had a very prominent incident that happened in January earlier this year. I had a gal come to me before the holidays, and she was experiencing a lot of pain. She knew about my car accident. And she asked me, how do you get through that pain? And I told her, I just don't own it. And she just looked at me puzzled. She goes, well, do you take anything? No, I give that pain away. She said, how? And I told her, by prayer, by faith. Because Christ had taken that pain from us. He gave us that faith to be able to persevere 
and that's in Hebrews 12, 2. Fixing your eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. He perfected that by dying on the cross for us. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand in the throne of God. That prominent word, faith. When we moved out west, I was terrified. I was just turned 12, just been baptized. It was a whole different world out there. And I remember calling back home, and I got to talk to Aunt Mary. And she told me, she goes, what did your grandmother tell you? And I, I, was, I, I didn't understand what she was saying. Because we were different when we were out there, it was very trying as a child. And she told me, she goes, faith, roll on your faith. And I kind of giggled, and I thought, how do you roll on your faith? She meant carry your faith and keep it with you and give it to others. Our faith may be represented by the stone or rock, which is God. Ecclesiastics. Can you pull that scripture up? I left my glasses at home. Sorry, guys. There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. Every step that we make has a stone under our foot. Stones are not meant to be a burden, but as a representation such as Joshua 4, when he took 12 men of the tribes and they collected 12 stones as the Jordan was dried up for them to cross to safety. Those 12 stones were laid down for the next generations to understand that these stones were as a memorial of what God has done for us. What Christ has done for us is continual faith. Back to the gal that was at my office. She said, how did you get through the pain from your injury? She goes, you were smiling when you came in back to work on a walker. I said, because I'm still here. I'm here. And I get to continue to serve my purpose. She did not understand what I meant. And I said, it's put to me that I am not finished here. Because it was so severe as the two gals sitting here, my aunt came to visit me when I was at home. It was intense. I was told I wouldn't walk for 14 weeks. I walked and ate. And I know that was only through God that that happened. He carried me through a very tough time. Because my whole entire career is to help others. And here I thought, how can I help others if I cannot help myself? And I remembered Hebrews 11.1. My faith had to continue to get even deeper, to grow even deeper, to get back to where I would be able to do what I needed to help other people with. Back to the stones. I'm kind of all over the place, but 
I have so many stones, and these two gals and Rod can attest to it. They're all over my office, and they all have dates on them from where I had collected them at. This one specifically has different textures, different colors. This one came from a place I found out I was not supposed to remove it from. I didn't find that out till we got to New York after they had tossed my luggage two or three times in Tel Aviv. I stepped on this in the Jordan River. This rock was from when I was baptized in the Jordan River in Israel. Have you ever stepped on a Lego or a Hot Wheel and your toes just kind of curl around it? And it's like, oh, that really hurt. Well, that's what this was because edges were jagged. I was barefoot, walking out and stepped on it, and my foot just curled up around it, and I picked it up. I thought, okay, life can be jagged, but life has multiple colors. Rocks are not just rocks, not to me, and it drove my mother crazy. When we lived in LeVan, Utah, she came in my room, and I had six boxes, shoe boxes, full of rocks already. And she said, you've got to do something with these. We can't keep lugging these around when we move. And I told her, I said, each one of these means something to me. She goes, how can you remember what each one of these are? Well, every one of them had a date on them. So we didn't have a lot of money at that time. And I was only 12, didn't have a job. I just helped on the farm. We didn't ask for allowance. So I took these stones and I made a box out of wood, pieces of branches. And I kind of got in trouble for what I did because I used all the super glue to glue these stones inside this box. Of course, using all the super glue, something got broke. That's how they knew all the super glue was gone. <laughs> so I took each one of my stones and I glued the dates face up. And that's what I gave my parents for Christmas. And to this day, they still have that box. My mom was puzzled until she saw each one of those stones turned up with a date. My dad understood, because he collects rocks. But they didn't understand why it was so important for me to pick up a rock, because that was my opportunity to see another page turn that we had to walk by faith being away from family, because we were out west with no family. And it, it was hard. Andrea, my older sister, can tell you it was a challenge because she is very quiet. I would drag her along. And she was okay with that as long as we were together. But we knew we had to be together. And I told her about Hebrews 11.1. 1, and I told her that us being out here without family gives us that opportunity to grow in our faith. 
churches were at least an hour to an hour and a half away from where we lived at. We finally moved to Spanish Fork. There was a Brethren church that was another hour north of us. It was the only one. So it was quite a journey to be able to go to church, but it was, it was our safe haven to be able to get back to church. And I was sharing with Brody when I first came back to church about my stones. And this is how I came up with my company's name, Stepping Stone. Because each one of the stones that I have represent a step that I took, I put down in my path, instead of carrying it as a burden. Stones aren't meant to be in our pockets to be a burden. Because women, we all know, most of our clothes do not have very deep pockets. So I'm sure not shoving this thing down in my pocket for it to gouge me. But it's meant to be put down as a stepping stone in our faith to make our path towards God. Faith is a very used word for a lot of people. But when you go through trials and tribulation, it definitely makes you reach, such as what I went through in January. Moving away from our family, it made us dig even deeper and grow closer to the Lord. I have survived cancer twice. There again, just deeper and knowing that he was going to take control of that. Do I have pain now? Sure, I have pain now. But I, again, will not own that pain. I give that back. To me, pain is the way the enemy tries to pull us away from our faith. We're not meant to be in that mud and waller in the mud. We are meant to step out of it and grab a hold of our faith and walk forward. Without faith, there is no hope. And with no hope, there is no love. And love is the most promising word that Christ gave to us. He loves us so deeply. And in closing, I know it's kind of all over the place. I'm not Brody. <laughs> but the, the rocks are not just rocks. Really look at those stones and reflect on your life. The different shades in them. Do they represent a time in your life? Do I keep this with me? No, it sits in my windowsill right above my sink. But it's kind of fun to look at it and think how they kept going through my luggage at Tel Aviv trying to find. And I forgot it was in my, my tennis shoe with my dirty socks. Until we got to New York, I wanted to get my flip-flops off because it was colder here than what it was out in Israel. So I went to get my tennis shoes out, and this was in the toe of my shoe. The gal that was with me freaked out. She said, you're not supposed to remove stones from the Holy Land. I had so much guilt after she told me that. I thought, oh, no. No, is there going to be Iraq police coming after me? No. But I felt bad because I removed it. But I also look at, we have rivers here. We have creeks here that have many stones. This is a stone that I felt was calling to me. Not because it made my foot wrap around it as I was going through the Jordan River, but it just called to me. 
and it has the ridges, but it has some smooth areas too. Life can be smooth, but it also has the different colors that have been the pathway of life. So when you see a a rock, look at it as a stone. The stone represents faith. Your faith needs to be as hard as a stone to send out for the weather. Thank you, Daniel. For our offertory thought this morning, once again from Hebrews, now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Would the ushers please come forward? Everybody, please stand. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Him above ye heavenly host. Praise Father, Son. Please pray with me. Dear God, we ask that you bless these our gifts, that they might enrich the work of your church. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I have a scripture from 1 Peter. I don't have my specs. <laughs> First Peter. Get it? For in scripture it says, See, I lay a stone in Zion, a chosen precious cornerstone, and the one who trusts in him will never be put to shame. And now to you believe this stone is precious. But to those who do not believe the stone the builder rejects has become the cornerstone. Let your stone be strong, but also keep your faith growing just as the grass does on the hillside. 
many blessings in the new year to everyone.